0: I'm playing the role of a foreigner this morning. And while we wait, give me uh, First Corinthians chapter 12. Let me just, you know, when I woke up this morning, this word came to my heart. I didn't know I would even have the opportunity to share this. But I just want to sort of put together, just share a thought concerning the you know, gift of the spirit that we've been talking about. And um, what I want to share is quite foundational. And it's even possible that um, Thomas is going to also speak about that this morning, you know. Um, give me verse 17. Sorry, verse 11. Verse 11. You know, but one and same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually Has what? As he wills, verse 12, for us the body is one and has what many members but all the members of that one body being many are one body so also is christ for by one spirit we were all baptized into one body whether jews or what greeks whether slaves or free we have been made to do what to drink into one spirit now reading um, the text of um, The message this morning, we've been talking about the gift of the Spirit since last week. This scripture just really jumped at me this morning. And I realized that this is a critical building block to operate a church, to operate within the people, I mean to have a company come into the full operations of God. Last week, we talked about three levels of spiritual... Um, let me use the word administration. We talked about the gifts, the diversity of gifts as the first level. We talked about um, the administrations of the Lord as the second level, and we talked about the operations of God or activities of God, right? How many of us remember that? You know, and we focused on the gift of the Spirit. You know, but like we heard last week, all that the three levels or the three layers, you know, we, we, we call it layers for the purpose of to be able to teach it systematically. Am I making sense? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? You know, for sometimes we pick a scripture and we, the same way the scripture was broken into chapters and verses. It wasn't like that when it was written. It was just a long, like a letter. But they are broken down for easy comprehension, you know. So, these things also are in different layers but the church is meant to benefit it's not saying that if you have gift of the spirit then you don't need the administrations of the law you don't need the operations of god do you get what i'm trying to say everything works together within a church that has the foundations set in place with a church that has the heart to allow the operations of the spirit you know what Scripture says: where the spirit is lord there is what there is liberty when our culture is to always yield to the spirit to allow the spirit have his way the operations of the spirit will be prevalent in that culture when our culture is we give priority to the will of god we are coming to church saying your will lord not mine we are not um, we are not fixated on what we want. We are ready and willing to do the will of God. The operation of the Spirit will be prevalent in that church. Thirdly, where there is active faith-filled expectation, faith-filled what expectation? What does expectation bring? Expectation brings a sense of Orderliness and push in the spirit. Am I making sense? Am I making sense? The scripture talks about um, the, the the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible said that a whole crowds were following Jesus, but even though it was very rowdy, you know, many of them were just following him for whatever reason. Only the scripture only singled out one woman who did what, who had expectation whose purpose for pressing through the crowd and touching Jesus is specific. Am I making sense? And when she did touch Jesus, because she had faith in her heart and she was healed, Jesus felt something. He said, I felt that virtue did what? Left me. And when he turned to ask, who touched me? Peter was like, Lord, what are you trying to say? Can't you see how all of us are almost trampling you? So everybody has been touching Jesus. For somebody's head touches us, somebody's elbow Jesus. You know, people have, because they're a rowdy the place, but only one touched him and had an experience because she was the only one that came to touch him with an intent and with faith, you know, backing up that intent. Because she said in her heart that if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I will be what? So it's possible for us to be in presence of God this place for holy ghost the anointing to be so full everywhere even the heavens are boiling and then you are cold as ice block why because there is no faith and there is no what there is no expectation hallelujah imagine how a father some of us fathers how many of us get excited when we wake up in the morning and your children are screaming daddy your mommy and all that how many of you feel we feel excited if you walk into the room and nobody even notices even your children don't even notice that you're a kid that's the way we behave to god sometimes he's around we don't need to beg him to be around scriptures where two or three are gathered in my name i will do what so by default he's not waiting for us to say, oh god come oh god come come have mercy on us come no he's a faithful father he's around we're gathered in his name but that around can be many things. that around can be that he's at the door trying to knock knocking and waiting to be for the door to be opened hallelujah And what does the door open mean? It means yielding to his will. Am I making sense? So these are the things, basic foundations that that trigger the atmosphere of the spirit. And within the atmosphere of the spirit is where these operations happen. Scripture says that the Holy Ghost does what? If you read that verse, um, is it 11 again or 10? It says the Holy Ghost distributes these gifts individually. So there is but one and same spirit works all these things distributing to each one what you have an identity in the spirit individually as he does what wills hallelujah so but the third thing i want i mean i've talked about three things the fourth thing i want to talk about is the unity of the spirit and that is what i want us to read this morning in five minutes i'll be out of here um let's go back to that verse 12 very quickly for as the body is what one has many members all the members of that one body being what many are what oneness is crucial to the atmosphere of the spirit being triggered and operational oneness there has to be oneness there has to be what oneness look at that next verse for by one spirit we were all what Baptized into one body. What is the purpose of this baptism? One identity, one grace. If you read Ephesians 4, he explained it better. For there is one God, one Lord, Father of all, one Spirit, one baptism, one faith. And then immediately the next word, he said, But let's go, but let's see that scripture. Is, I can just quickly use it. Ephesians 4. He was introducing the. Um, the ministry gifts, we call them ministry gifts, but really they are not ministry <laughs> Because it says that actually have the ministry, like we heard last Sunday. So sometimes our terms are actually, you know, give us verse 4. Let's see where it started. Or verse 3 actually. Verse 3. Let's, let's verse 3. And to do what? Keep the unity of the Spirit in the bundle. talking about the same story just again. The unity of brethren. Oneness. Next verse. For there is One body and one spirit just as you are called into what? One hope of your calling. Why did it go this far? It's because he wants everybody to have the same qualification and the same identity when we stand before him. He made sure that the assignment is one. The hope is what? Is one. There is only what? One body. There are not many spirits. There is what? One spirit. It's like building this house and leaving only one door to ensure that everybody does what comes through that door. And maybe at that door there is a screening chamber that just reshapes you into a specific exact image as you walk in. Am I making sense? So that when we stand before him, the only thing that is present is Christ. Even though the faces, physical faces are different, the identity is one. What? Christ. Am I making sense? Next verse. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Next verse. One God and Father of all, who is above all, through all, and in what? In you all. What does the next verse say? But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Next verse. Therefore, he says, when he ascended upon high, he led captive, captive and gave gifts to men. Next verse. And Now, this he ascended, what does it mean? But that he also first did what? Descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. Next verse. And he himself gave what? Some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. So he started up from emphasizing on the what? The unity of the spirit. Emphasizing on oneness. And then it introduced what? The ministry gives. why because anywhere there is no oneness that sense of one identity that sense of unity of the spirit these operations of the spirit will be hampered to a very great degree am i making sense we, we do and that is why when you look at the church even though we've had great experiences there is still great gaps great um you know we fail on so many grounds. Why? Because this foundation when you build a, a ministry or a great work upon faulty foundations, what's going to happen? The best case scenario is that the house will be lopsided, right? The worst case scenario is that the house will fall. Am I making sense? How many of you have lived inside slanting houses before? Lagos, there's nothing you will not see in Lagos. Lagos for sure, there's nothing you will not see. You will just see all kinds of things. Dysfunctional houses, lucky you are a rented house for three million, the world is a split like the the like the veil of the temple. Thank you. all kinds of things in it? Why? Foundation problem. Foundational problem. So, what is God saying to us? Unity of the spirit is sacrosanct. Go back to that first Corinthians stuff. Oneness of the brethren is what is so crucial if we want a seamless operation of the spirit. For we are all members of what? The same body. Go back to that verse. I think 13 or 14. For by one spirit we baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have been made to do what? Drink into one spirit. Next verse. For in fact, the body is not what? The body is not what? It's trying to say that we are not the same. My mother will say, uh, you how do you, you know how do you explain that in english all of you sleep and face the same direction it's not literal like that but it means that there is no diversity of thinking what god is building is not robotic stuff that's what it means it's not robotic so he's saying that but many members but one body many members but what one body diversity yet unity Am making sense? Diversity, yet what? Unity. Next verse. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? Next verse. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, In the body as he did what? Pleased. Next verse. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? Verse 20. But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. Verse 21. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor the head say to the feet, I have no need. See, this is extremely, extremely crucial. On two counts. Number one. If you have a body, if you have a church where there is a sense of class, sense of clique or some sort of gaps within that body, there will not be a seamless operation of the spirit within that body. If you think I don't need, for whatever reason, maybe because I'm richer, I don't need Yanu now because Yanu and no, I no no. for whatever reason and you have this so, have you seen tribal churches people within the same church but yorubas do their own separate meeting hebos do their own you know they just after service like they just gravitate you know and then ah you know people just the same church no seamless no unity or some people are this one the way it's just dressed see the way it's just dressed dressed like a poor person yeah. you know I, I remember <laughs> I think it was my wife that told me of one church that day that they said uh, they were doing variety Sunday and all that and the association of uh, remind me the association of house Hep or something said they too wanted to come and give special number ah, you know it was a mixed bag of reactions from because I felt why would you have association of why would they allow association of that and immediately, they've, they've called themselves second class. God doesn't see you that way. Who allowed those people to come? Maybe, maybe they are doing in the innocence you know, of their hearts. But the leadership shouldn't have allowed that. Because there is no association of house help in God's church. Nobody is higher than another. Am I making sense? So I'm not condemning them. Maybe in the innocence of their hearts, you know, they also felt they should belong to the house of God, but that label, something is wrong with that label. That label breaks God's heart. Why can't they join the main choir? Am I making sense? Why can't they join the main choir if they can sing? So there are so many issues, customs, traditions, you know, that, 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 that has, that has you know, precipitated into the recesses of our hearts that we manifest even in the local body. And these things form strongholds and walls restricting the move of the Spirit. Restricting the atmosphere of the Spirit. Because for the move of the Spirit to happen, the Spirit must have liberty. Am I making sense? The Spirit must have preeminence. He must. Look around in this church. We are a small church for now. But I hope there is nobody in this church that you can relate freely, freely with. If there is, you have to repent today hope there is no one you rate above another. Oh, I don't that girl, there's something wrong about her. That guy is just look at his face, just stay there. No, you cannot say the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no words, I have no need of you. I have no need. And sometimes we even ascribe glory. You know, do you know the reason why people are always plenty in choir, and then nobody wants to join sanitation. So nobody sees the person people in sanitation But when the choir comes and they say Ahh! and the voice goes up and every people's head swells and people begin to hail them. And then nobody gives, nobody gives a damn who arranges the chair or who washes the toilet. If at the most places you will find that it's the people who are lower class within the same church, and the people they are assigned to watch to wash toilet and sweep the floor. The high lord and the rich people just come in. They are flowing like they, they don't even come for workers' meeting. They just come and sit down and say, What's, what's happening today? And everybody begins to greet them. Hello, sir. Hello, sir, hello, sir. Wrong mindsets within God's body. That things that ham- hamper or hinder the operation of the spirit. Am I making sense this morning? It is very, very crucial for us to have unity. Unity is important. And it's just just we are not just mouthing it. We are not just saying. We are not paying lip service to it. God has to work on our hearts. Break down every kind of wall. Whether it's tribal, whether it's ethnic, whether it's traditional, whatever wall we have in our heart, you must we must allow God to break it down. We must be able to either rise to any level or condescend to any level when related with anybody. Why? Because our only identity is who is Christ no class the eye cannot say to the hand i have no need of you nor again the head to the feet i have no need of you next verse no much rather those members of the body which seem to be what which seem to be what weaker are what are necessary next verse and those members of the body which we think to be less honorable on this we bestow what greater honor and our own presentable parts have greater modesty god wants a balanced church he wants a balanced church a balanced people a people who are breaking down all manner of precursive ideas so that christ can have his way in their hearts hallelujah because when we allow these things we are going to pollute the river of God's fountain. And that's what we have. Sometimes where this river is flowing it's heavily polluted. Heavily tainted. You see more of the drama of man than the move of the spirit. Even though a lot of times the mercy of God intervenes and people get blessed. You see an operation of the mercy of God. But even in the midst of that god's heart is broken i remember one of one of the experiences that i remember pastor shared that's the, a senior pastor in Lekki was that there was one ministry he had that ministry used to attract the creme de la creme of society big big people will come bank mds i'm not talking about branch manager i'm talking about global ceos like the yakin bolas and the big big guys then you know big big bank you can have deputy director of CBN three of them in that meeting and it was a young man who was in his early 30s or so or late 20s okay big meetings and then the only power of God will move all manner of prophecies word of knowledge healings and all that and people will be shouting and there was this particular one where the last edition they had was a three-day meeting and on the last day the whole place was celebrating praising God because there's been a lot of move of the spirit and operations of God. And then he said he was in one corner and he could sense the praise of the Lord. And the Lord was so sad. He said the Lord was so sad that immediately that sense of sadness also fell upon him. People were rejoicing, hugging, they said, praising God, dancing. And it was, the more the <laughs> praise worship was going on, the sadder he became. And the more he could sense that the prince, God was so sad. So at the point he had to go back and say, God, what is going on? I think he left maybe the building. I was like, God, what's going on? And God said, I'm not happy. You have to shut this thing down. Ha! God, why? He said, look at them. They are not here for me. They are only here for themselves. What they can get from me. You know, and that marked a change and he shut it down. If I said the offering of that, he didn't even remember where, <laughs> where the, the offering went because he just wanted to end the meeting and, and, and then just go home. And then some of the response was like, "Are you mad? Shutting what down? What is wrong with you?" I said, "It's over, not anymore," because it had become a platform where people only have expectation for what they will receive from God. There is no expression of what to understand and to know the will of God. It was all man and no god and the mercy of god permitted that for a while there was god's move of there was move another but it comes to a point we say god was saying no this is not going you know somebody else could have disobeyed god do you know that i say god what are you saying he will not even sense the presence of the lord to even hear what's going on god we can't show this one that was sorry and then you will continue and the anointing will still move how many of us know that? Because the gifts and coins of God are without repentance. But the purpose and the will of God have left the room a long time ago. So it's important for us to, to prepare the ground. Anytime God wanted to visit the children of Israel, He gives them ample time for what? For preparation. When He was visiting them from the mountain, He said, Today and tomorrow, prepare yourself. Wash your clothes. Set your house in order. It's time for us to set our hearts in order to Jisiaba so that we can allow the operations of the Spirit to come. Hallelujah.